You're listening to the Detox and Chill podcast with Megan Dillon and Beck Benyon. We're two millennial women in the corporate world juggling wellness and a fast-paced lifestyle. On this podcast, we're breaking down wellness into digestible episodes that fit into your weekly routine. We're on this journey with you, learning from wellness and lifestyle experts in their fields. From our lighthearted banter, what's the appropriate amount of time to go between shaving our legs? To getting deep about everyday struggles like hormones, societal norms, and gut health, we're your podcast besties. Disclaimer, no late night text needed to detox and chill. Hi everyone. Hi guys. We're back. We're in action. We're back. (laughs) We had a long weekend. Oh my gosh, wait, I can talk about the Women's March. Too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so I have two things. <laughs> two things on the agenda tonight. And TBH, guys, we're feeling a little down today. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I mean, and we're just trying to be real and honest with this podcast, and so we have to let you know when we're feeling yeah. down. Yeah, but we'll get over it. The we good will. thing is we have each other. We do. There's someone else who understands. I just realized that I... Well, John did laundry yesterday, and there's a sock on my couch. <laughs> so it's fuzzy. It's not dirty. It's clean. <laughs> it feels like home. Um, so yeah, so I got back from the women's march on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went down to DC on Friday, and the march was on Saturday. Um, it was just like really cool. Yeah, I had some hesitation. I don't know if you followed kind of like the negative press Mm -hmm. surrounding the women's march at all so i had some hesitation about even going to Mm -hmm. be honest but i've never been to one and i really i read this really interesting article on the cut for anyone interested that says like here are the negatives um about the women's march but here's Mm -hmm. some reasons why you should still go Mm -hmm. so i read that and i was like okay like i can get on board with this um so yeah, so we made our signs on Friday night, and then right after that, they canceled our flight home. So we had <laughs> so to deal with fun. that. JetBlue hung up on me approximately <gasps> eight times. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean it wasn't a person, but it would like oh. go through the music and go through the music, Shoot. and then it would just hang up. I was furious. That's so frustrating. Um, but spoiler alert, we made it home fine. It was totally <laughs> fine. Um, but the march was awesome. There were so many good signs. Like, Was it like empowering? Like, it was really empowering. Like, yeah. I feel like I haven't really been to many things like that. Like mm-hmm. the one thing that maybe comes close is the pride march yeah. that we were at yeah, over the summer. Yeah, that's the only really thing that i But that's I've not even to. really protesting. I feel like that's more celebrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, it was amazing. So, so glad that we went. And Dan did it with you. Dan yeah, marched with you and his mom and sister. Yes, so which cool. Was like, so fun. I love your it in the fam. <laughs> yes. They were really good. Dan didn't spend quite as much time as the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I think I had to sign. Um, but yeah, it was so good. So it's like, it's things like that that kind of make you remember things that are bigger than yourself mm-hmm. and that's yeah i'm just grateful i got to go yeah so cool you got to go um so what's your second thing oh number two (laughs) so i have a story for you guys and if anyone can really give me a shout out in the facebook group because i felt 
so dumb. This is so uh, funny. <laughs> so one of the things that I'm trying to do more in 2019 is budget. John, if you're listening from the other room, shout out to Budget Thursday. Um, <laughs> so I've been monitoring. Usually I would check like once a week. I've been probably checking like every day, every other day because it's really quick on Mint. I don't mm-hmm. spend that, like that much money yeah. so I can really quickly see what comes through. Um, so last week I saw this charge for $180 come through PayPal. And I was like, what is this? I didn't do this. Someone has my card information. Like I need to like shut it down immediately. (laughs) So I'm like chatting with the PNC person. She's like, I'm locking your card. Like I feel like she's on my team. We're in this together. So my whole account is locked, but I'm like, you know what? It's worth it. Cause Mm -hmm. someone has that information and it's my debit card. So like not let them get away. Yeah. So there's like money in my account. Mm -hmm. And Um, so I go through that whole process, like the new debit cards coming. I'm like, I'm crushing it this year. I'm on my budget game. (laughs) And then I think I was in the shower because that's when I have like every realization. (laughs) I was like, shit, that was me (laughs) who made the charge. So like they had given me a provisional credit of $180 (laughs) to reverse it. So I had to like message them back and be like i feel really dumb but that That was actually me me. (laughs) so i had actually joined the gym in our building so it came up as a charge from like paypal like below something wasn't it like family like kids yeah it came up as kids activity and it had (laughs) below it had like five below in the name which now i'm thinking maybe it's because it's on like the very first floor (laughs) i don't know but i was like damn it so luckily i just got everything unlocked as of yesterday but it's been actually a great um budgeting strategy yeah just lock your (laughs) dick truly can't spend money so that's yeah that's a great idea i um i have a credit card that i don't like to use that i will just like put away in a drawer and not use it so that's like my budgeting strategy so you just took it a step further and locked it just just locked it so we're back in business i'm glad you're back in business um that is so funny I yeah. just, the struggle is real, especially, so I, for everyone listening, I'm like super nasally, at least I sound super nasally to myself. And so I'm coming down from like having a cold or something. Um, and so like, I just struggle like everywhere, like my brain doesn't work. I was yeah. like trying to form sentences today and I couldn't yeah. and it, it it's so hard. Like, What are your, so I just feel like everyone is sick. Everyone. everyone and i've never had trouble really i would maybe get like one mm-hmm. cold or like one virus every single year mm-hmm. this year i have gotten more things it's i feel terrible. like than ever and yeah. i don't even know what to do so like yeah. what are your cold so remedies? so actually like this cold hasn't been as bad as others that i've had because i feel like i've like stayed on top of it um but like a cold is a cold like it's gonna run its course yeah um but i think like staying warm is huge so like i took a couple baths seven degrees outside today great (laughs) oh it's terrible (laughs) but like just staying as warm as possible and like yeah even like 
getting into a bathtub and like sweating i think it's like sweating it out yeah helps like not not working out because usually i'll like try and push myself and work on be like this is great but this time i didn't and it's helped so much like my body doesn't ache which is good yeah um and then just like tylenol or advil every like four hours to keep the inflammation down yeah like there's i like i don't really have any like herbal remedies or anything like that like tea (laughs) yeah tea is good i'll do um oil of oregano which Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's just like a mental thing for me but i feel like yeah if i catch that i'm getting a cold and i start taking that it's quicker i've heard that works yeah and then the other thing i do which has like literally changed my life because i used to get a lot of sinus infections um is i'll just do like a nasal rinse it's not a neti pot because mm. like i've read too many articles on that that freaks me <laughs> out don loves a neti pot um and that just like keeps everything mm-hmm. moving so yeah just, like sit there yeah sit there yeah yeah i think like just heat and steam and like all yeah. of that works so and water helps yeah. a lot i can tell i'm definitely dehydrated but i hate drinking water when i'm sick because yeah. it hurts my throat <sighs> So I'm like trying to like drink seltzer water yeah. and I just, it's tough. Yeah. Um, so if you have any remedies, yeah, <laughs> please us. let us know. <laughs> um, but today's guest actually has some at home remedies for skincare. <laughs> <that> transition. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Shannon is on the podcast today. Um, she's the founder of, um, Noelle skincare. Yep. Um, and she's also an herbalist and an esthetician, yes. which is amazing. Yeah. And I just, I really love her approach. Um, we go through a couple things regarding skincare in this episode, like, like Botox, like using products that, you know, may not be completely non-toxic, but she never like judges, you know, it's right. no guilt. It's just about educating yourself, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I've been there before. I would highly recommend her. I think she's incredible. She's totally different than anything really in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. And I think her big thing is like education. And if you know what you're putting on your body or if or what you're using and like you're okay with it, then like that's great. It's yeah. just like living your life because I definitely do Botox and yeah. like I'm fine with it yeah um but then I also use like natural skincare products and yeah. like that's like my balance so yeah. um if you have any questions for us or for Shannon please let us know write them on our Instagram or join our secret Facebook group um we actually pulled our Facebook group tonight um before we interviewed Shannon and got some questions from them so yeah that was awesome um thank you for whoever submitted those um and yeah so we hope you enjoy this episode yeah and follow us on Instagram join our Facebook group um you do need to request to join but we'll approve you right away um and yeah we're excited for you to hear this episode we hope you enjoy it and we love you we love you so much goodbye today we have an extra special person here um and she's gonna answer all of your skincare questions we're gonna get real down and dirty about skincare routines her journey um and how she got to where she is today so um her name is shannon and she is the founder of um her own um skincare practice um she's an herbalist and an esthetician which is amazing like it's such an amazing combination um so thanks for coming shannon thank you for having me yeah of course um so let's just start right off with your journey and how you got to where you are right now sure so i started 
this journey probably, yes, 15 years ago now. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was always somebody that was very um, ingredient savvy and just wanted to know more and why ingredients did certain things. Mm -hmm. So um, working with all of these, you know, quote unquote, professional skincare lines and still struggling from my own skincare issues. I was like, all right, I'm doing all of the things. Why Mm -hmm. is this still not working? Um, so I then kind of just, um, slowly integrated plants and wanted to learn more about that. Mm -hmm. And, um, just a few years ago, I went to the Commonwealth of Herbal Studies in Brookline and studied herbalism. And it's been a a game changer since starting that whole journey. It's Mm -hmm. just finally, everything feels like it's finally connected. And Mm -hmm. the skincare world for me just always felt a little bit, um, just not, I don't want to say not my scene, but kind of not my scene. Mm -hmm. It was very, um, like it was leaning towards more medical, Mm -hmm. um, treatments, which I just did not feel comfortable with. I just don't want to work on machines. I'd rather use my hands Mm -hmm. and Mm kind of be really involved. So, um, yeah, the plants and skincare has been something that's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's actually really rare in Boston. Like even when I was kind of transitioning my products and just looking for a non-toxic facial in the area mm-hmm. it was extremely extremely hard to find yeah um so I like hear that to often. you for like taking that step kind of thank ahead you. of the curve thank I would you say. thank you yeah <laughs> what was it like in herbalism school like what do yeah. you learn so um you learn so much and I went for nine months and this is an ongoing practice and will be for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you could study one plant for an entire lifetime. So being at school, it was, um, the first time that I'm well, not the first time Elizabeth, I felt very comfortable at Elizabeth mm-hmm. Grady, but, um, at the Commonwealth of Herbal Studies, I was showed that you can learn in different kinds of ways. And there's not just, um, like a blacker white way of learning. It's just, um, you know, very, flexible and open. And it's more about, um, just like listening to your body. They really Mm -hmm. kind of integrate how you listen to plants and how you're listening to your own body. Um, also with their learning style. So I really, really appreciated that. And, um, yeah, so days consisted of lectures, long lectures about plants and, um, just learning the background of, you know, diet, nutrition and, Mm -hmm why the human body does what it does sometimes and muscles and things like that. So there was a lot that went into it. Um, I want to go into, so you, um, went back to school, learned about all of these plants. What was like the final nudge that pushed you to open? Oh, well, yeah. So that's a good question. (laughs) It's funny. I wasn't actively looking for, um, a space at all. I was, I was just kind of content being in, Union Square mm-hmm. spot, and I was not at all like advertising that I was there. It was just for private clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom found the space that I'm in now mm-hmm. in the newspaper, and I don't read the newspaper yeah, anymore. Yeah. The newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> so it was um, really, really lucky and just perfect timing that she she told me to call Mm -hmm. when she did and I put it off. Um, she gave me the number and I said, Oh yeah, cool. I'll give it a call. And I waited, 
a week, maybe even two. And, um, she kept hounding me and saying, Hey, did you call yet? And (laughs) I said, no, not yet. And I hung up the phone and I was cleaning up my husband's desk and I actually found the number while I was cleaning I hadn't even, I had forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. And um, then I said, okay, geez, someone really wants me to call. <laughs> yeah. So I called um, and the woman that had the space before me was selling her business. She also had a skincare practice there. And um, I went to go look at it that day. And the second I walked in, it mm-hmm. was just a gut feeling. And wow. I knew that I had to, had to act on it. So one of my favorite things was just kind of the whole experience. So for anyone out there listening, I had a facial um, it was probably a year ago to be yeah, honest. Yeah, that was, was a while, while ago. ago. <laughs> um, but I got to write down the current products that I was using. You sent mm-hmm. me a really informative email after, suggested some alternatives. Um, but the facial itself was just, I felt so tailored um, to what my skin needed. But then also too, just kind of, this is going to sound a little woo-woo for everyone listening, but it was just like the energy that you put into the whole experience was just completely different than anything that I've ever experienced. So is that something that you've always done? Like how did, how has that developed for you? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I think it, it kind of just you know, is in somebody. I don't know if it develops or if it's just always there. Um, I'm sure I've fine tuned it over the years, but thank you for saying that. It's nice to hear. And, um, you know, it's definitely something that I do put thought into when I'm doing a facial and it's not just a time for you to relax, but it really is a time for me to relax as well. And it's really been super therapeutic and meditative for me. Um, which is, you know, the part that I love most about doing facials is I just feel like it's, it's an experience for the both of us. Um, and yeah, I think energy just plays a huge role in it and it is something that, um, you know, should be, I think the biggest part of a facial to be honest with you. Yeah. And also too, for anyone listening, do you maybe want to like walk through, cause maybe some of our listeners haven't ever gotten a facial. Yeah. So do you maybe want to walk through like what you can expect, like what you sure. do specifically? Well, when you come in, my main, my main goal is that you leave overall feeling well, be- sorry, feeling better as a whole. Um, I want you to, you know, your skin to feel good, but I also want you to, again, going back to that energy thing. I want you to energetically feel really great when you leave and just be balanced and in a healthy mindset. Um, but these quote unquote steps of a facial, you can expect a, um, thorough cleansing. We do a little check-in where I look underneath the lamp and we, um, see what kind of skin you have and what kind of treatment would be appropriate going forward. Um, that's, so there's a couple different facials, but the one that I've been doing most is my facial. Um, and that's where I custom blend the products. So I've been custom blending the exfoliants, the massage oils, and the masks at the end. Um, and there's also a little bit of cleansing of the pores in there where if somebody has some blackheads and some closed comedones, that's where we can kind of 
take care of that situation. You like, either love it or you hate it. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's a love hate relationship. Yeah. It's definitely gratifying. It hurts so um, good. For, yeah. It hurts so good. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah. And then there's steam involved, but I'm not, I've been actually kind of not really as big into the steam as I once was a few years ago, just because I've been doing some more reading, um, for holistic facial treatments and they don't love the use of steam. Um, but I do have a lot of clients that really love it, especially this time of year. Mm -hmm. It's just really nice to have something warm around you. Um, but I really just, kind of like to do it now for aromatherapy purposes rather than heating the skin too much with it. So I'll put some fresh herbs in there or aromatherapy, um, like essential oils and kind of push it further back rather than having it super close to your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some ingredients out there that Ooh, yes. like, I really want to get into like what people should be looking out for on their products or yeah. even like food wise, like what can cause yeah. inflammation, things like that. Just like some, cause I feel like some natural ingredients. ingredients are like a mile long. Yes. And I yeah. never know. So, okay. Well, yes. And then, and then they say like, don't, by don't have ingredients that you can't pronounce, yeah. but it's like, right. well, I can't pronounce these things. Exactly. Um, and like, you know, product lines, not to call any line out, but Origins, for example, mm. um, you know, Lush, they market themselves as all natural, but yeah. they're totally not. And Origins in particular has an ingredient list, you know, 35 or more. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the heck? Yeah. And I also think there's something to be said for that too, where... You can have a whole list of healthy, safe ingredients, but if it's 30 more or ingredients, it's just like, to me, it kind of stops making sense a little bit because if you do have a sensitive skin and you're somebody that can react, then it's going to be harder and say, you know, you did react to that product. It's going to be harder to figure out what it was that you were having a reaction to Mm -hmm. and, um, Synergy also plays like a a big role in that. So Mm -hmm. all of, you know, the ingredients and how they work together and play off one another um, is huge. Mm -hmm. So I think the more ingredients you have, the more complicated and complex that gets for sure. Um, But some unsafe ingredients to look out for and... These are all found um, on the shelves at CVS. <laughs> so be aware. And Trader Joe's um, also. Um, so phthalates is one. Parabens. Um, sodium lauryl sulfate. So it's kind of um, the short name is SLS. Okay. And that is found in a lot of cleansers and shampoos and anything that kind of suds and foams. Um what else? Uh, parabens. Oh, so chemical sunscreens. Anytime you see an oxy, um, benzone, for example, anything mm-hmm. that says oxy in front of an ingredient in a sunscreen is not a natural sunscreen. So a true sunscreen is made with zinc. Mm-hmm. Um, and lots of times people, when they do find a natural sunscreen and it, it is mostly zinc based, they don't love the fact that it is white yeah. and it turns white on their skin, but that's what a sunscreen does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so I know we want it to be convenient and to have it just melt right into our skin, but it yeah. may not always do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there are natural brands that have kind of made it a little bit better. And, mm-hmm. um, some of my favorite ones are Badger 
Evan Healy has a nice uh, face stick that mm-hmm. kind of, it's a little bit tinge of a, a pale pink, but if you have a nice <laughs> layer of moisture underneath, it should blend right in. Mm-hmm. Um, but what else? Fragrance is huge. Yeah. I um, am a huge person that does not believe in any kind of fragrance mm-hmm. um, just because it can be a list of 500 or more chemicals. Mm-hmm. That's Which a lot. Crazy. Yeah. crazy. So insane. Just one word, Just one word yeah. and it means, yeah, um, a whole slew of crap. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't, I don't love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Do you know any brands you love? So I feel like, luckily, there are, like, the Credos now and full yeah. lanes where you can go and just kind of trust. Yes. But I'm curious what your favorites are. Um, so my favorite brands I have in my shop (laughs) and I try really hard to, um, kind of create a small intimate collection of, um, products that, um, other women create and they also put a lot of thought and intent into, um, and kind of just wild harvest the ingredients and, um, have an herbalist background, which Mm -hmm. is important to me. So um, let's see, uh, heart grown wild is, uh, really high up there. And that's one that I carry in the shop. And Lena, who is the owner of that company lives in Vermont. She harvests a lot of the herbs that she uses in her products. She makes her own hydrosols. Um, oh, wow. and it's, yeah, her products are amazing. Um, another one that I love is, um, wooden spoons, and she's also another herbalist, really, really thoughtful with how she um, just formulates and puts um, products together. Um, I also really love her because she includes internal supplements as well. So mm. she does medicinal hot chocolates and Ooh, green proteins, <laughs> yeah, tinctures. Um, and for anybody that doesn't know what a tincture is, it's a concentrated form of the herb and an alcohol or a glycerin solvent. Um, and it's just a more, um, it's a faster, more efficient way of getting the herb into your system. If you don't have time to sit and drink a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, wooden spoons, heart grown wild. Lala earth is another Vermont based brand. Um, min herbs is one that I just brought in from Oregon and it's a mother in law and daughter duo. So I just loved that. And, um, um, yeah. Yay to the ladies. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. It's all like women owned businesses and created businesses. It's so refreshing. It's really, yeah, it's really important to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so for people who, you know, don't have access they might be like in the middle of the country where there's not a ton of you know natural food stores or natural places to buy these things Mm -hmm. what are some things that are like hacks they can do at home in their kitchen Mm -hmm. to create some natural skincare remedy sure so um this is like this is actually probably where I first started to really um think you know high of homemade things is when I was doing things myself and going back to using, you know, quote unquote professional lines and then trying to make a honey lemon mask, um, at home and really seeing the, you know, effect that it had on my skin. I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, this is really something. Um, 
So a mask that I love to do, or even, um, you know, something that you could just have to use even as a cleanser is Manuka honey. Um, so if you have Manuka honey in your kitchen, you can use it, um, you know, just as a cleanser, as a mask and also eat it. (laughs) What's the difference between Manuka honey and regular honey? So, um, regular, if you're going to get a honey, it should be raw and unfiltered. Uh, that way it's keeping the vitamins and minerals and all of the good nutrients that you want in there. And when it's heated with, um, processed honeys that you may find at the grocery store, it loses all of those Mm -hmm. active, um, qualities about it. So the difference between Manuka is Manuka is found and harvested in New Zealand. Um, and just the way that it is, it's, um, it has more live enzymes, Mm -hmm. I believe than, um, other honeys. And, I just love it. I've yeah, been using it now for a few years and uh-huh. it's it's amazing. So mixing manuka honey, you could do um, you know, mix with a Greek a full fat Greek yogurt and that I would be a really too, yeah, yeah, that would be a really nice cuz cool. um yogurt has lactic acid in it naturally, mm-hmm. which is a gentle exfoliant and also a hydrator. So oh, I didn't know it was an exfoliant. Yeah. That would be delicious. Yeah, <laughs> it's also when I, so whenever I do that one, I I really do want to eat it and I don't eat dairy, but I always have a little uh. spoonful just. <laughs> um so yeah, a full fat Greek yogurt and honey if you know that's all you have in your kitchen, I think that that would be a you'd be set for skin mm-hmm. for a bit. Yeah. And I'm curious about, so I love always to hear about people's morning routines and just routines in general. Um, I am just curious about your wellness routine. Like, do you have specific yeah. things that you always do most days to feel your best? Yes. Um, so I always, always cleanse my skin. So I'll start with the evening routine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always cleanse my skin. Um, I layer with mist serums and face oils. This time of year, I've been adding a creamy moisturizer on top. I just make sure that it um, it doesn't have any wax in it. Mm -hmm. So um, waxes in your traditional creamy moisturizers can actually create a film on your skin that um, prevent the ingredients that you actually want in the moisturizer to penetrate. So um, yeah just to keep that in mind. But, um, yeah, so I always, always do that. Um, my husband kind of teases me for that because he's always like, wow, you do this every single night. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Even <laughs> when I've had a few too many glasses of wine, right. <laughs> I will be in the bathroom cleansing my face. <laughs> um, it's just also a way for me to, check in with myself. It's, um, you know, you're taking time for yourself and showing yourself a little self-care and love. And if Mm -hmm. that's all you can do each day, then, you know, that's, I think that's good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and then in the morning, I, um, this time of year, I find that I've been using a little splash of water or I pre-make a, um, an herbal tea rinse. So I'll cleanse with the herbal tea rinse, and um, mist a hydrosol. I've been leaning towards hydrosols, which act as a hydrator and a soother um, and could be your quote-unquote toner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my serum and, again, a face oil. Yeah. And I have been using Marie Veronique at home, which I also um, do carry her in the studio as well. And um, 
she's in California, but yeah, she has wonderful, wonderful oils that I'm obsessed with. Yeah, that sounds so luxurious. <laughs> so much, I feel like it gets. The I know. Like it's probably not doing yeah, right. Especially this time of year. I'm just like, I yeah, I, especially <laughs> my lips. I can't. I cannot get ahead of it. I'm doing everything yeah. and. Mm-hmm. That's also the thing, like you may be doing all of the right things. There's just some things that may yeah. just require a little bit of patience. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those things right now for me is my lips. Yeah. <laughs> they are so dry and mm-hmm. it hurts to smile sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Manuka honey and really good <laughs> lip gloss and lip balm will help with that. <laughs> yeah, it's so dry. So yeah. I'm always curious and I have gotten like mixed answers from the, or for this, but what's the best order to do your like oils, moisturizers, all of that so that they all actually work? That's, that's a good question. And a lot of people ask that and Mm -hmm. it's confusing because you know, there is so much. Um, and I like to keep my, you know, regimen pretty simple. So, um, you know, you, you're supposed to tone, before. So whether you're using a hydrosol or, um, you know, another base toner, you, um, do that first. So the serums and the moisturizers penetrate Mm -hmm. deeper into your skin. So that moisture from the toner draws in the serums and the oils and all the other stuff. So toner, serum, face oil, and Okay. This and time of year, if you want to add a moisturizer, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I like I've heard like, oh, you have to do moisturizer first because the oil is the one that like breaks through the bra- barrier. And I'm like, yeah. which one is yeah. it? Yeah. I also so I I do spray um, the hydrosol over my makeup throughout oh, the day okay. as well. So that's you know, there's no really rule of thumb mm-hmm. with that. I yeah. just I kind of spritz whenever I feel. Like yeah. It. <laughs> do you use any kind of like the rollers or like the spiky oh, yeah. roller? Yeah. The jade roller. Yeah, I. I have a jade roller. I use it. I do love it. Um, but I've, I'm recent, I've recently gotten more into gushua. Um, I just find the tool to be a little bit more effective for what I'm going for. The jade roller is so lovely and it works really gently on your lymphatic system, which Mm -hmm. it's perfect for that because it's meant to be used very, very soft and gentle. Um, but the gushua is, um, I don't know. It's for me so relaxing. I have a lot of jaw tension and it really helps to loosen that up. And Mm -hmm. I honestly see a huge difference when I do that. I have been practicing doing one side and then comparing it to the other. And I see such a difference with, um, just like an overall lifted appearance, a more hydrated appearance, Mm -hmm. glowing. So there's a girl that I really respect and admire in New York. Um, she has a company called Brita Beauty, her own uh, spa, and I watch her a lot. And she's um, d- she does a lot of tutorials on it, so you could check her out. She's yeah, really we'll cool. definitely link to that. Buy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Should we switch to our listener questions? Oh yes, yeah. The let's, juicy stuff. Let's see what <laughs> they I have can to answer say. These. Um, no, and I think this is really interesting because I think. Botox mm. is what we'll start with, but it's mm-hmm. just so common. Mm-hmm. So many people do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like so many young people are starting to do it as preventative. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, it, um, it has become very mainstream and, um, a lot of younger girls are doing it, which I, I understand for preventative purposes why, you know, it makes sense to want to stop that 
muscle from contracting and causing a wrinkle. Um, but for me, and I'm not passing any judgment on anybody that has done Botox or is thinking about doing Botox, but I just really highly recommend that you do your research with Mm -hmm. Botox because I don't think often people know exactly what the ingredient is that's Mm -hmm. going into your skin. Um, so, uh, Botox is a, it's, it's a hard word for me to actually pronounce. It's butylin toxin, but it has the word toxin directly mm-hmm. <laughs> attached to it. So for me, that just does not sit right. Yeah. Um, and I um, personally probably will not do Botox. And I find that using, um, you know, plants like hibiscus, which is so, so powerful and actually known as um, it's, called the Botox plant because it is so high in antioxidants and really just helps to build collagen and neutralize those free radicals, which help to stop, um, or, you know, prolong the aging process. Mm -hmm. But I also believe in aging gracefully and, um, naturally. So I don't, um, see anything wrong with Mm -hmm. a wrinkle here and there. I Mm -hmm. think it's a way of showing that you have smiled, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) a way that you've shown that you've, you know, played in the sun Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, just enjoyed life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. (laughs) Um, okay. So next question. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So this is a good one. Um, how, she asked, how do you really cleanse under the skin if that's possible and treatment tips for cystic acne? Good question. So, um, cleansing under the skin that, um, that's kind of a, um, yeah, that's a tricky question. You can't really, um, technically, well, you can, and there's different, (laughs) there's different ingredients that can do that. Um, clays, can kind of get, so clays get underneath your skin. And, um, if you're having any kind of inflammatory response, um, whether it's due to, you know, acne or rosacea or, you know, anything like that, it's, um, clays are really, really great for that. And one that I, I use in the room often is French green clay Mm -hmm. and it's, um, really high in minerals and helps to, draw, um, impurities and oils from your skin. So I guess that's a way to cleanse under your skin because it Mm -hmm. does go a little bit deeper than just the superficial layer. And serums do that as well. Um, serums have a smaller molecular structure, so it's not quote unquote a cleanser, but Mm -hmm. it will cleanse your skin, um, with active ingredients that can kind of help stop bacteria from forming and, um, helping to, um, you know, just put a little bit of, a. Mm, um, what am I trying to say? Strengthen the, mm, your skin's resilience for anti-inflammatory. I didn't know that about serums. I just yeah. thought it was like, oh, it just makes, makes sense my- why they're more expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's <laughs> yeah. what I like to say. Like, again, like with the cleansers, I don't love to spend a ton of money there, but the serums is where I, I always recommend putting a little bit more bang for your buck because they're the ones that are going to be really delivering active mm-hmm. ingredients into your skin and causing real changes to mm-hmm. form and, you know, 
that, yeah. that can be your Botox. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they last a while too. Like I found that my serums last a while cause you mm-hmm. don't need very Yeah. Much. You just need a few little drops. Yeah. 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 Um, so what about for cystic acne? What are some cystic things Cystic acne. Um, so I, again, really love French green clay. Um, rosemary is really great for that. And these are things, so cystic acne is such a, a deeper, um, a deeper issue than just, Mm -hmm. you know, superficial. So I, people always ask me what I would recommend for skincare and it's like, you know, they're, they're looking for a quick fix and I totally understand that, but, um, it's really about taking the time to be patient and Mm -hmm. figure out where that is actually coming from and why it's happening. Um, so looking at your diet, looking at your hormones and stress and sleep and all of it, yeah. the products that you're currently using, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it all ties in together. So mm-hmm. I don't love to recommend one thing because there isn't just one thing ever yeah. to fix yeah. a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah, I think and that's I think a perfect that, answer. Um, to, I was like, I don't know, maybe in like middle school. So I was like 13 and mm-hmm. I probably had like two pimples, but of right. course was freaking <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. So I went to the dermatologist and he prescribed me this like super intense, yeah. like ret- retinoid. Ret- I don't even retinol. know. Retinol. Yeah. My skin Retin-A. was flaking off. But at the same time, before I had started that, I had also stopped eating any dairy mm-hmm. for like a couple weeks and I just noticed that my skin instantly without doing anything else mm-hmm. cleared up mm-hmm. so it's just like crazy the different mm-hmm. things that can trigger different people yeah. and I know for me I just can't yeah I yeah. mean I do eat dairy from time to time but sure. I expect mm-hmm. that yeah I'll yeah and that's the out. thing it's, the, it's <laughs> yeah it's just about learning what your triggers are mm-hmm. and as soon as you know those um yeah. you know it's easier to manage and yeah. and deal with yeah, mine is like dairy as well, but only certain dairy. Mm-hmm. So like if I have a bowl Chocolate? of ice cream, it's oh, like yeah. the next morning yeah. I will have like yeah. a pimple or two. Yeah. But if I have like a cheese, it's yeah. not. So yeah, oh, it's just yeah. like well, all about good. like... <laughs> I can't have dairy either. Yeah. <laughs> it's an immediate like, um, you know, just a trigger for my eczema right. and dermatitis and just overall, um, you know, how I feel mentally. Mm-hmm. I get really foggy with dairy yeah. and gluten. Yeah. 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 So interesting. And that's yeah. not for everybody. Everybody's different right. yeah. and right. there's a different constitution for, for yeah. everybody. So, yeah. So I think we have one more good, not cool. that other ones are bad, Yeah. Um, but one more question to squeeze in. So it's funny. She's asking, um, the easiest way to know if your skincare products are truly synthetic, free and natural. She actually said, I use the origins line right now. Have you Mm. heard of it? So I think Mm. this isn't like, there's so much marketing out there. And I think you touched on it earlier that a brand like origins will say it's natural. But how can you really know? It's so great. So you, the only way that you will know is if you decide to educate yourself on what ingredients mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always like to refer clients to the Folane restricted ingredient list. Mm-hmm. Um, Beauty Counter has um, one of those lists too. I think they call theirs the never list. And um, it's really just about kind of 
becoming familiar with certain words and saying, oh yeah, I remember that word that Mm -hmm. means this and it does X, Y, and Z to my body and I'm not comfortable using that. And there may be some ingredients that you see on that list and you're like, you know, you may find that you're fine with that Mm -hmm. ingredient and that's fine. I just, again, like to bring it back to the education part of it. And as long as you know what you're using on your skin and you feel comfortable with that, then that's the most important part. Mm -hmm. Um, it's whereas if it's when you're in the dark and you don't know what that ingredient is and what you're using on your skin, where I think it's, um, you're not, you're less likely to make a more mindful decision and yeah. safe, dis, you know, mm-hmm. safe yeah. thoughts. <laughs> and I find too, like, once I do put in the time to research, it's like, I can't unknow it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. always like, damn it. Okay. Yeah. So now I know that. And I, that means I need yes. to get rid of X, Y, Z. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was talking to someone today and they were saying the same thing. They were yeah. like, darn, now how am I supposed to go back? Yeah. We went through some yeah. of the products she was using and she's like, well, now that I know phthalates, you know, does this, how right. am I supposed to use this? And, yeah. um, I'm also, you know, again, if something doesn't sit right with you, don't use it. If you mm-hmm. don't really care, then that's your decision and, right. and you're right. So live your life. Yeah. Live your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much. This has been super informative thank and you. I'm so glad we were able to talk to you. Yeah. Um, so where can people find you, whether they're in Boston or elsewhere? Yeah. So I am right in Somerville. I am on Somerville Ave, um, close to Porter Square. And I'm directly across the street from a car wash. <laughs> so you can drop your car off and have perfect. <laughs> get uh, detailed and come see me and check out the shop. And um, yeah, I'd love to talk. Um, and then Instagram, Facebook, website. Instagram, yeah. So it's Noel, um, one of those like little, un- is it underscore? Underscore, yeah. Underscore herbals. And that's Instagram and uh, Facebook, I believe, is just under Noel Herbal Skincare. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. Thank Yay. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as always, you can find us at detoxandchillpodcast.com on Instagram. Um, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify is coming in the next couple of days. So hopefully by the time this episode is up, we'll be there. Um, we're a little bit technology troubled. So <laughs> me too. Um, That's why um, I do facials. <laughs> um, so go check out our super exclusive Facebook group as well. We have an awesome event coming up that is just for our Facebook group. So definitely going to want to check that out um and we have awesome conversations in there and we just love it so much so go join that um leave us a five-star review and we love you so much (laughs) thanks guys bye bye